We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oregon football continues pushing into the state of Arizona in the 2024 recruiting class, and I'm going to share some of my stories from my recent trip to Arizona on today's episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. And we're back like we never left. Oregon fans, what's going on? How's everybody living? Hope everyone's having an awesome day. It is Tuesday, May 30th, 2023. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, covering the Oregon Ducks over on Fan Nation, part of the Sports Illustrated Network. Uh, Before we get into today's episode, kindly ask you guys to hit that like and subscribe button. Uh, It only takes a second out of your day. It's free, and it is a tremendous way to support what I'm doing, covering Oregon football, uh, you know, the football team, and on the recruiting trail as well. You know how I get down. If you're looking for Oregon football recruiting, I am your guy especially when it comes to the podcasting side of things. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about my recent trip out to Arizona. got to see a ton of recruits in the 2024 classes and beyond, uh, 2024 class and beyond. Uh, So I'm going to get into some of the guys that I was actually able to see and interview, speak with in person, uh, as well as some of Oregon's biggest targets in the state of Arizona in the 2024 recruiting class. So plenty to get into on today's episode. When you think about Arizona and, and Oregon's 2024 recruiting class, I think there's one name that absolutely comes to mind right off the bat. That is Luke Moga, or one of Oregon's quarterback commits from Phoenix, Arizona, Sunny Slope High School. Um, you know, this is a guy who definitely intrigued me kind of right off the bat uh, from a recruiting standpoint. I think what was interesting with with Luke is that uh, you know that I got to learn when I went there is that he was a relative unknown prior to the junior season he had in 2022. Had one FBS offer from Central Michigan, and then you know Oregon was one of those schools that pulled the trigger, and then all these offers come in. He commits to the Ducks with uh, right around 25 reported scholarship offers, so certainly caught the eye uh, the eyes of colleges across the country. And I think you kind of know the story when it comes to Luke, right? You know, he's relatively new to the position. Didn't start playing tackle football until he was a freshman in high school. So obviously there's some work to do. There's room for improvement. But all that to say, this is an incredibly gifted athlete, a guy who can improvise, uh, obviously has a tremendous athleticism and really, really fast. And he ran a 10-4-9, I want to say it was, in the Arizona 100-meter uh, state championships with track. Um, so he can definitely get it done with his legs. I remember I was talking to him and kind of how he got into track and he was saying, well, I didn't really like it at first cause I was running just to run, 
rather than, you know, running away from guys to score touchdowns. But obviously it's paid off a tremendous amount for Moga, who is now committed to Oregon and uh, really kind of just set the Arizona scene on fire at Sunny Slope. So I think some other you know parts of his game that, that stand out to me are the, the arm talent that he has. I think he has, you know, a, a really lively arm. Uh, ball comes out of his out of his hand pretty fast and you know definitely is able to throw off platform on the run uh, quick releases can kind of make all the throws that you need uh, short intermediate uh, deep ball even deep ball into tight windows and you know, he's had a couple of uh, highlights here if you're watching along on YouTube um, where he's kind of just dropped it in over the shoulder for his teammates you know really just precise throwing and I think that he's a guy that I am super super excited about in this Oregon 2024 recruiting class. And I think one of the other things that was really interesting that I wanted to share from, you know, my time getting to know Luke a little bit better and then getting to know kind of the people around him. I got to talk to his coach, uh, coach Jacobs over at Sunny Slope, who was really, really insightful. One of the things that stood out to me was that he talked about getting how Luke kind of got his name and got his game out there. Cause like I talked about earlier, you know, he was kind of a relative unknown, but he talked to me about how Luke was really good at selling himself and putting himself out there, how he was going on social media every week and posting his highlights and, you know, showing what showing coaches, what he was doing in these games. And, and he said, you know, it doesn't matter how many coaches you tag if your film isn't good. And obviously Luke's film was, was really impressive. I think it was 2,800 yards, 31 touchdowns as a junior. So I thought that was a really interesting aspect and kind of wrinkle in Luke's recruitment, the fact that he drove so much of it himself. And then I also got to learn about, you know, kind of what the recruiting process was, was like for him. Um, you know, definitely a, a lot to handle for, for any family. Uh, I got to, to hear that, you know, he, he went on a trip with, with his mom to Arizona state when, when his dad was out of town and, you know, his, he and his mom were really liking Arizona state. Obviously Kenny Dillingham is, uh, is now at Arizona state. Uh, so Arizona State, you know, long story short, they made a, a pretty serious push in this recruitment. We know how Kenny Dillingham is prioritizing the in-state guys, uh, but that was one of the finalists that Oregon had to beat out in order to get this commitment. And, you know, it really came down to his relationship with Will Stein, how hard Oregon was recruiting him and just showing them that they that they wanted him to, to be the guy. And I think that his skill set is really tailor-made for the direction that college football is going. And I have to hear about how, you know, the Bo Nix – uh, the Bo Nix comparison is was a big selling point in his recruitment. You know, is he is Luke Moga Oregon's next Bo Nix? Who knows? He he very well could be. I think you see the similarities there in their play styles. You know, Mo, uh, Moga and Nix are both phenomenal runners. Uh, obviously, Nix is a much more polished passer of the two. Um, but this is a guy that I'm super, super excited about. I think another thing that kind of stands out for me is, you know, when I got to go to the practice at Sunny Slope in Arizona, super, super hot. That was obviously a given uh, throughout the entire trip. But, um, you know, I think I handled the heat a little bit better than I expected. I'm, I'm happy to, to say, happy to report back. Um, but the story with Luke Moga and the Sunny Slope team, and I, I don't mean this in a, in a slight at all, but you know, Moga is the guy on that Sunny Slope team. You know, I was kind of asking around about some of the other guys and I was told, you know, FCS upside for a majority of these guys. So, you know, this Sunny Slope team is more or less going to go as far as Moga can take them in 23. And I loved the way he carried himself when I was watching the practices. You know, guys were 
going from drill to drill. And, you know, he was like trying to get their energy, you know, get them to go on a hop, uh, you know, go around the drill, you know, do things the right way. Um, he's such a vocal leader and he's such a guy that has a really good head on his shoulders. And I think that that's probably that maturity is something that you don't always see, you know, in a lot of high school recruits. Um, so I think that Oregon definitely got a good one, got a great young man, great leader, a gamer, you know, he's just, he's willing to, with the way he runs and how often he runs, you can tell that he's willing to put his body on the line for his team. Definitely a little dangerous and scary when you're uh, talking about the quarterback spot, you know, the, the most important guy on your team. Um, but I'm sure that that's gonna, you know, get refined as, uh, as you know, his career unfolds. You know, his coach was telling me that he hasn't even come close to scratching his ceiling, that the game is just going to slow down for him every year he plays. Um, so that transition to the college level and just how he, you know, processes the game, like we've talked about, like with Ty Thompson, another Arizona quarterback, that's going to play a role in how early he is actually able to see the field. Because we all know Bo Nix is entering his last year of college football in 2023. A little bit more on Moga. He has since scheduled his Oregon official visit for June 16th through 18th. And I think that this is really important because Michael Van Buren, Oregon's other quarterback commit, is coming for the big June 23rd official visit weekend that the Ducks are hosting. So Oregon has a unique opportunity here in the 24 class because they have two quarterbacks committed. Now you have those guys coming on different weekends and they're able to, you know, be their own peer recruiters in each of those weekends. So they're kind of both the faces of this 2024 Oregon recruiting class, seeing that they play quarterback and you're able to sprinkle them, you know, throughout the month, if you will, to, to have them on campus. And, you know, we know so often that that commits are the best recruiters or current players are the best recruiters. So I thought that was a, you know, a, a note that was worth passing along already. And I think, you know, kind of just the last thing here is that Will Stein's been on this job for less than a year, and he's already gotten three quarterback commitments uh, in the short amount of time that he has been at Oregon. You got Austin Novosad, who he flipped from Baylor during his first week on the job. You got Moga, and then you also have Michael Van Buren, uh, who is one of the newest commitments for Oregon here in the 2024 recruiting class. Next guy I want to talk about from my Chronicles in Arizona episode for my travels in Arizona is Miles Lockhart, a 2024 cornerback from Basha High School in Chandler, Arizona. Um, you'll remember, you know, if that name, that school sounds familiar, it's because it's where the Ducks found 2023 cornerback signee Cole Martin. He is teammates, was teammates with Miles Lockhart at Basha. They just won an open division state title in 2022. And uh, Lockhart and Martin both played a big role in that. I even learned that Cole Martin moved to safety during their playoff run, you know, during the season to just kind of help out the team any way that he could. Basha also beat Los Alamitos, which had a, a pair of five stars on that roster last year, and Malachi Nelson and Makai Lemon, uh, quarterback and wide receiver, respectively. So they they played some pretty big games, and you know, you, you see with with Miles that he is. He's a guy that has the juice. I think he has a lot of explosiveness, great ball skills, can tackle, isn't afraid of the of the smoke and open space when it comes to just being a really physical guy. Great, great kid too. You know, gotten to interview him a number of times and it's kind of hard to describe, but I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, when you get to interview these guys in person, I feel like that, you know, the, the dynamic is just so much different and he has such a great energy about him. Um, that I think he's going to be a tremendous asset at any program that he ends up picking. So why am I talking about him? 
obviously because Oregon is in the mix here. Looks like Miles Lockhart is focused on four schools right now in his recruitment. You got Oregon, Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Texas A&M. Texas A&M is the newest school to enter the mix with an offer to um, Miles Lockhart earlier this month. And that's kind of what his official visit schedule is shaping up to be. He's going to be at Ohio State June 23rd. He's going to be at Wisconsin June 15th. And then he still needs to set up the Oregon and Texas A&M dates. So the Ducks might have a unique leg up in this uh, in this recruitment, excuse me, because of his relationship with with Cole Martin. Uh, he was telling me that Demetrius Martin is is like an uncle to him. Um, so they're really really close. Um, you know, he has been you know an Ohio, an Ohio State lean for a long time. But I asked him that question when I spoke with him, saying, "Hey, you know, is Ohio State still your leader?" And he was saying that um, you know all four schools are pretty much even right now uh, for Miles Lockhart. But I asked his coach, Coach Chris McDonald, you know, the first time I kind of was getting to know Miles a little bit better and was asking for the lowdown on him. And he was saying he's like Cole Martin, just a year younger. Uh, so, you know, a crazy, crazy athletic guy, a versatile dude who can kind of move around in the secondary, I think, if needed. Uh, played some running back for Basha. Um, so I think that there's definitely a lot to like about Miles Lockhart's game. One of the top players in the state of Arizona, a state that the Ducks have really prioritized, especially since Dan Lanning got on staff with, with Cole Martin um, in the 23 class. And you have Michael Gardner, Amari Washington. Amari Washington plays for Chandler, which is another school I got to see uh, at a showcase when I was out there in Arizona. Um, so I think with, with Miles Lockhart, this is a guy that I think Oregon definitely has uh, a realistic shot with in his recruitment as he works towards a commitment date. I think it's July 7th. And I know it's early July, but this recruitment's going to wind down pretty soon here. And I think that that's a perfect segue to Oregon's kind of got an interesting numbers game to play right now in the 2024 class, particularly at corner. Ducks already have a commitment from 2024 Baltimore, Maryland, St. Francis Academy cornerback, Ify Obadegwu whose teammates with Michael Van Buren, um, you know, cross-country commitment. But because the Ducks hit the cornerback spot so hard in 2023, and then you also added a pair of transfers in Kyrie Jackson and Nico Reed from Alabama and Colorado, respectively, I only think Oregon's going to take probably two corners in this 24 class. So Demetrius Martin, the rest of that Oregon staff, they got a decision to make. Who, who is their true and you know elite priority target at corner that is still uncommitted you have a number of names obviously Lockhart is one that I think looms large here you also have Dakota Fields who comes out of Gardena Sarah uh, former teammates with Roderick Pleasant who went to Oregon in the 23 class uh, I think Oregon leads in his recruitment he's been super high on the Ducks I like Oregon for Dakota Fields right now no commitment date set right now but he's going to be in Eugene for that June 23rd weekend, which is huge for his official visit. And then you also have a more recent guy that the Ducks have offered and Chris Johnson Jr. out of Alito, Texas. I think that I've seen some rumors that he's going to be on campus for an official visit. You also have Xavier Brown out of Santa Ana Modern Day. There's a, he's working from a top four, Alabama, Ohio State, Oregon, and USC. I've seen some reports that he's going to be taking his official visit to Oregon in July. Uh, I think he's looking to wind down his recruitment this summer. Then you also have a number of other guys from across the country, you know, looking out into the state of Ohio. You got Aaron Scott who visited uh, this spring, Bryce West who also visited this spring. 
And then you also have Selman Bridges out of the state of Texas and then Mario Buford out of DeSoto, Texas. So there's still so many options here for Oregon at corner. I definitely think that Dakota Fields and Xavier Brown are near or at the top of that list for the Ducks here in the 2024 recruiting class. But, um, you know, they hit the position so hard. It only makes sense that you're going to be uh, a little bit more selective when it comes to who you're ultimately going to accept a commitment from in the 2024 class when it comes to finding that second corner. Um, and they, they really signed some good pieces in that 23 class. So it's not as big of a priority for the ducks. And because the numbers are a little bit tighter, you're naturally going to be more selective. So the ducks already have a great one in the fold in if you and then you have so many options that you can choose from again, I think Dakota fields and Zabian Brown are the two biggest names to watch at corner for Oregon. Um, here in the 24 class, definitely feeling better about fields right now than I am about Zabian Brown. So that is that. And that's kind of the latest that we're seeing right now at corner for Oregon in the 2024 class. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Staying in the state of Arizona, we're going to be looking at a couple more guys. The next one we're going to be looking at is Christian Clark. Christian Clark comes from Phoenix, Arizona, Mountain Point High School. And uh, he's a guy that the Ducks have been recruiting for a while now. Um, let me get you the rundown on Christian Clark, um, who comes out of Mountain Point, like I said, listed on 247 Sports at six foot, 195 pounds, four star guy on the 247 Sports composite, 0.9094, number 278 player nationally, number 22 running back, and the number three recruit in the state of Arizona here in the 2024 cycle. So, a notable update for Christian Clark is that he is going to be taking his official visit to Oregon next month in June. Just announced on uh, Monday that he is going to be taking his official visit on June 9th uh, to Oregon. And it seems like, you know, there are a number of, uh, you know, big schools that are in the mix here for Christian Clark. He's going to be taking his official visit um, to Texas June 16th. So a little bit more clarity from the official visit schedule. He's going to be going to Florida State 
on June 24th. So his schedule is kind of coming into focus right now as you know a majority of recruits in the 2024 class head into a really pivotal month of June. Fortunately for the Ducks, they had Christian Clark on campus uh, in April. He's also going to be taking his official visit to Georgia. So some very heavy hitters are in the mix here for Christian Clark. Uh, A&M is a school that offered in, in April, so they're in the mix. He's taken a visit out to Bama before, out to Auburn, been to Arizona State and, and Georgia. So this is a guy that I think is is uh, you know one of the four running back prospects that you really need to keep a close eye on here in 2024 for Carlos Lachlan and the Oregon Ducks. Carlos Lachlan signed a pair of really talented backs in the 23 cycle, and Dante Dowdell out of Picking, Mississippi, and Jaden Lamar out of Lake Stevens, Washington. Both of those guys already on campus, went through spring ball with the team, so they got that head start that uh, I think you know most head coaches want in today's college football. And I think that Christian Clark fits the mold for Carlos Lachlan in terms of a physical standpoint. You know, six foot, 195, 200 pounds. Uh, you know, he's got some really good tape here that we have on the screen couple other running backs that you got to know for Oregon Nate Frazier out of Santa Ana modern day that's Carlos Lachlan's guy his main target that I've been harping on you know really this entire cycle and then you have Jason Brown Jr. out of uh, Seattle O'Day and then you also have Dijon Riggs out of Washington DC St. John's College uh, keep an eye out on ducksdigest.com for an update on him I'm supposed to interview him later today, so I want to see what's going on with him. He's going to be taking his official visit to Oregon in June as well. Uh, but Christian Clark is uh, you know, really one of the best the state has to offer uh, when you're looking at Arizona and, and offensive names. I think another guy is Khalil Valentine out of uh, Chandler. Definitely doesn't have the same physical stature of Christian Clark, um, you know, and I don't think that he's necessarily a big target for Carlos Laughlin at running back this cycle. But I think that he's another guy worth mentioning. I got to see him at the showcase, and I liked what I saw from, from Khalil Valentine as well. He's taking a trip out to Oregon before. So just trying to get you guys you know, up to speed on, on kind of the biggest names that you have to know out of the state of Arizona here for Oregon in the 2024 cycle. Uh, wasn't able to make it out to Mountain Point, but you know, just trying to gather more info as much as I can uh, on these guys. And the biggest name you got to know really for Oregon in the 2024 class is Elijah rushing out of Tucson, Sal point Catholic, you know, he's a five-star edge rusher and he's going to be on campus before too long. He's going to be on campus this week. Actually, I think June 2nd is when he is supposed to be taking his official visit to Oregon visited Eugene just before the spring game. And I think that you can definitely make the case pretty easily that Oregon leads in this recruitment. You know, they were recruiting him super heavily. He was one of the top guys on Dan Lanning's big board from the moment he got the job at Oregon. He knows that you need to have elite talent in the trenches, difference makers at the point of attack. And Elijah Rushing is absolutely one of those guys. So Elijah Rushing is a big name that you have to know. We know that pass rushers are a big need for Oregon, especially when you look at uh, the guys that they're going to be losing after the 2023 season, uh, Brandon Dorless, possibly Jordan Birch, the transfer from South Carolina, Hopu Amavai, Casey Rogers, uh, you know, a lot of really talented pieces that are probably going to be on their way out. Uh, and that's why Elijah Russian becomes that much more of a priority. Uh, he already took his official visit, his first official visit rather to UCLA this past weekend, but Oregon's got some big 
uh, competition in this recruitment. You got schools like Miami. You've got UCLA, who I just mentioned. You've got Notre Dame. They're a big one that's still in the picture for Oregon. You know, a lot of good buzz about Notre Dame and their efforts in this recruitment. Um, I think I want to say Florida is also in the mix, but I'm trying to pull up his uh, his top 12 schools because I know that that's another thing that we can kind of focus on if we're uh, if we're looking at kind of where things are at with Elijah rushing here in the in the big picture uh, in his recruitment. I'm still scrolling, kind of stalling a little bit, just trying to just trying to find the top schools that that he's going to be working from. You know, he came out to Oregon uh, earlier this spring, like I mentioned, so that's great. He's working from a top 12 that includes Arizona, Notre Dame, Florida, Oregon, Georgia, USC, uh, Miami, Tennessee, Michigan, UCLA, Michigan State, and Washington. So there's no shortage of heavy hitters in Elijah Rushing's recruitment, but I think of all of the high-profile edge rushers that Oregon has been recruiting here in the 2024 class, Elijah Rushing has to be the guy that you're most confident about. Um, you know, for a number of reasons, you look at the frequency of visits, uh, you look at the Dan Lanning and Tosh Lapoy factor. That's come up a number of times when I've interviewed Elijah Rushing uh, about kind of what makes Oregon special, what makes them stand out. So many Arizona ties on the roster, on the staff. Um, you know, so just I feel like it's really nothing but positive momentum for Oregon here with Elijah Rushing and his recruitment. You know, you could argue. Some people might argue on the surface that it, it stinks that they couldn't get him out for his uh, you know, spring game visit, but they were able to move that visit up, reschedule it, kind of have him as the guy on campus and, and really kind of tailor make that visit to him specifically, you know, personalize it. They hosted his brother on the visit as well. Um, so I think that that's the big thing with Oregon of, you know, why you want to feel confident about where things are at with him. Uh, you know, the way that he moves for 6'6", you know, 240 pounds, uh, I think that that's part of what makes him so special at, along the line of scrimmage. Um, so these are just guys that Oregon needs. I think that Oregon's defensive line play has been pretty good, but you just need to keep the cupboard stocked and stacked with top-tier guys. Um, you know, that's why you have, if you compare a guy like Elijah Rushing with an Aiden, Aiden Breland, with a Jordan Ross, um, I think you're setting yourself up uh, for success in, in a really big way. And they already have Jackson Jones out of the state of Arizona as well from Yuma Catholic. Um, and then you also have, um, who was the guy I was looking at? Tioni Gray uh, out of Missouri. He's a defensive lineman committed to Oregon, 6'6", 295, 300 pounds. So Oregon's really laid a strong foundation you know, across the country, but certainly in the state of Arizona. I wasn't able to make it out to Tucson, unfortunately, uh, on this trip. I mean, the timing also didn't line up. I, I reached out to, to Elijah's coach and they were, you know, already finished with spring ball and kind of into finals. And then, you know, I went to Phoenix. So I was kind of in the Phoenix Chandler area. Um, and, uh, or Gilbert as well. So made it out to Gilbert and then Tucson's on the other side of the state, more or less, you know, kind of like a two hour drive. I was looking into buses I was trying to make it happen. The flights, uh, the flight offerings out of Tucson were not great. So long story short, wasn't able to make it out to Tucson, unfortunately, but really, really enjoyed my time in Arizona. Uh, a very unique football scene. I think, um, you know, a lot of intriguing guys that, you know, need to get more eyes on them. Uh, definitely a lot different, I think, you know, just than the Southern California scene that I've become used to since I moved here last fall. 
Um, but you know, it's, it's part of what I really enjoy about the job, you know, and, and, and there's no, there's no substitute for getting out on the road and, and seeing these guys in person. It's just kind of what makes the job really, really special. I love the traveling aspect of it. And I like to think that, you know, traveling to see these guys is a unique, you know, offering that I can add to my coverage of Oregon on the recruiting trail, you know, not just being another name on the phone, love getting on the road and getting to, to build those relationships and kind of, you know, get a feel for what kind of guys Oregon is bringing to their program. Um, so that's kind of the, the big picture of it. Uh, I got to spend, I think it was three days out in Arizona. Like I said, really hot, but you know, all the schools were super accommodating. Um, there was good food at all of them. Got to meet a bunch of college coaches. Um, you know, some of the, some of the staff and, you know, helpers like, uh, you know, trainers at these schools, they were, you know, walking around offering, you know, cold towels or water. So they, they do a really good job of combating the heat out in Arizona. Um, and then there were some lightning strikes that actually delayed a couple of these showcases and then some rain. So got to battle the elements a little bit aside from just the heat while I was out there in Arizona, but long story short, you know, really, really interesting trip. Um, definitely have to get back out to Arizona before too long, you know, especially, you know, who knows, maybe Elijah Russian is going to end up a duck. I think that that's a pretty, pretty, uh, you know, a pick that I'm relatively confident in right now. I haven't written that pick. But uh, I think that the Ducks are in a great spot with Elijah rushing. Um, I don't think that Christian Clark is necessarily a major priority of a running back. But, you know, he's in that top four. Um, Ducks probably looking to take two backs in this cycle. You know, numbers are going to be tight. But I think that you could probably confidently say that Bucky Irving or Noah Whittington, maybe even both, are going to head to the NFL after the 2023 season. So you need to keep bringing in more talented ball carriers for Carlos Lachlan and the rest of that staff to work with on offense but i think that'll do it for today's episode of the ducks dish podcast really appreciate you guys stopping by taking some time out of your day to talk some duck football with me talk some crouton important to lock in with me on social media i am at mtorus sports on both uh, instagram and twitter need to beef up that instagram presence just a bit more but twitter easily the best way to keep in touch with, with you know me and my work and then on youtube at oregon football max torres kindly ask for a like and subscribe over there. But uh, yeah, I think that'll do it for today's episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. Appreciate you guys stopping by, spending some time talking some Ducks with me. Share the show. Share the show is the best way you can support me. But uh, I don't want to ask for too much. So I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.